Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, I'm back here today and a lot to talk about. It is a Thursday edition of the show. We have got the AW and NXT shows from last night to get into. What did you think of both shows? I thought the NXT show was just awesome. Takeover caliber show. A great opening match. Actually, great matches up and down the show. We got a new women's champion. Rhea Ripley is, in fact, your new NXT women's champion beating Shayna Baszler months ago. I saw Rhea Ripley and said, that is a person that needs to beat Shayna Baszler. And, in fact, she did. I thought the show was great. The AEW show, I thought was solid. Some hits, some misses. What did you think of the final angle on the show where the Young Bucks lost clean to SCU in a tag team title match? And then the Creepers showed up, and basically the Dark Order beat up every single top babyface with the exception of Hangman Page, who did not come out. Very controversial segment. Dave Meltzer last night said it could be a tipping point for AEW. Not trying to go that far, but what did you think of the Creepers attacking everybody at the end of the AEW show? We could talk about that. It's going to be a rough night for ratings. I would expect that the numbers for AEW and NXT are going to take a big hit. I'll give you a little bit of thought on that after we come back from the break. I'll also tell you about the Raw ratings which were terrible, the WWE backstage ratings, which were terrible. Lots of terrible numbers here going into Christmas. Merry Christmas to all of those different promotions. And we got a lot of other news as well. If you want to send us your text message thoughts here today, no phone calls, the phone number, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. It's the email at Brian Alvarez is the email, uh, the tweet, the Twitter handle. Whatever you want to call it, we'll kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a lot of questions run through your mind. What am I going to do? What are my options? What did I do wrong? We've had those thoughts, too. But some questions can help you move forward. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com for an interactive guide to help you learn the next steps to take after an MBC diagnosis. And how to ask the questions that lead to an open and informed conversation with your doctor. Start finding your voice today at findyourmbcvoice.com. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. 
Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash but have bad credit or maxed out cards? Now you can get a personal loan for up to five grand, whatever your credit, with no paperwork. MoneyASAP.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks. If you have a checking account and a regular income source, you can get cash in your account as soon as tomorrow. Type this into your smartphone or computer address bar. www.MoneyASAP.com. That's MoneyASAP.com. MoneyASAP.com. Bro. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Well, he's been about a minute on this because we'll no more than an hour, so there's no sense in talking more than a minute about it, but. Very decent chance that the ratings for last night's AEW and NXT shows are going to be terrible. There was, in fact, an impeachment yesterday. And so, if you watch the two shows, NXT was a takeover caliber show. And in theory, they should beat AEW based on the lineup they had, the matches they had. It was a great social media night for NXT. Unfortunately for NXT, they also have a very, very strong over 50 audience. As in, it's their strongest audience. They beat AEW every single week in over 50. And the one thing that hurts the AEW numbers more than anything else is those late-night political shows. And boy, the viewership of those shows last night was probably sky high. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to affect both shows. But I would not be surprised if both numbers for last night were terrible. It's not the end of the world. You probably should throw them out. I have in the past said, don't worry about the numbers. But then the numbers are like so bad that we say maybe we should worry about the numbers. And then the next week they're just back to normal. And, of course, next week they won't be back to normal anyway because next week uh, the NXT show is taped. And I don't know what they're doing for AEW, but it's not live. So next two weeks, it's the end of the year. I wouldn't worry about it too much. That's the update. Now, the raw numbers, absolutely ungodly terrible. 2.20 first hour, 2.10 second hour, 1.86 million third hour. It was the lowest rated raw of all time outside a couple of holiday episodes. 
as a non-holiday episode, no episode of Raw has ever been lower than that. A horrible number. And keep in mind, this was the day after TLC. There should have been a bump. There wasn't. It started low. It fell from there. The one-hour gauntlet match, they lost uh, 2.10 to 1.86 million, so they lost a ton of viewers in that third hour. The main event with A.J. Orton, terrible number, like 1.7 million viewers. Just wretched. And then the next night, WWE Backstage, following the week that CM Punk appeared, it did 127,000 viewers. The Tuesday episode, which I forgot even was going to take place, not that I watch it, but I didn't even remember the show took place till the numbers came in. 95,000 viewers. 18-49 to 49 demo, 0.05. Not even a .1. Like SmackDown, they want that demo to be a 1.0. This today is 0.05. A horrible number. So those are the ratings. We'll find out more about AEW and NXT later this afternoon. I love the NXT show. I thought the AEW show was solid in a lot of ways, some misses in other ways. The biggest miss of all being these commercial break insets. We could talk about that later. Dave very down on the main event angle with the Dark Order, the Young Bucks, and all the top baby faces being destroyed by, quite frankly, a bunch of geeks. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, that's the storyline. You're geeks, so join the Dark Order. And the geeks beat up all the main eventers. And it was a lot of main eventers. So those are the main talking points from the shows. Mike, what were your thoughts on last night? I guess it just depends on how much you like the stuff that AEW does. That's probably how much you like the show. Um, NXT was, I don't want to say it was perfect, but they they kicked butt from the time the show started all the way up until the end, and Rhea Ripley was standing there with the NXT Women's Championship. That's a hell of a bookend when you can start with Finn Balor and Adam Cole for the championship and get out of it i thought in a pretty good way it didn't necessarily make finn balor look fantastic to be distracted by johnny gargano but hey it was a good way to get out of that you got finn balor now and johnny gargano was defined you have adam cole moving on so good there you know whether that be keith lee or or champa or whoever it's going to be down the line um that's all set up very nicely rhea ripley taking the torch from Shayna baszler is perfect you know who else better to beat Shayna baszler and even the stuff in the middle, Damian Priest and, and uh, Killian Dane, I thought, as it went on. And I was, oh, man, I was like, oh, God, here we go, because I thought it started a little bit slow. But as it got going, I thought it really got going very well. And I really liked everything top to bottom that they did on NXT with AEW. I'm not as bullish on uh, the Lucha Brothers tag matches as a lot of people are. And with, with Kenny Omega and Hangman Page, I thought it was a... It was okay, but I think, again, if you the amount you like that style of match and the amount you like those four guys is probably, you know, greatly, you know, d- determines what you think about that match. You know, there were no, I don't think, any drop-dead universal things that people could point to on that show and go, well, that was really good, because certainly the main event angle didn't have that. Uh, Cody and Darby, I, I thought, was was pretty good. Uh, their match that they had, but I, I, again, I don't, the only thing I loved on the show was Chris Jericho and Jungle Boy because it was such a simple, easy story to tell, and they told it just about perfectly 
with Jericho being that jerk who is constantly uh, rubbing it into Jungle Boy. He's got an opportunity to pin him. He pulls him up. He ends up losing the control by the end of it. Uh, makes all of the excuses in the world as to now why he lost uh, or his challenge that he had to Jungle Boy. So I thought that was the only thing I thought that was was drop dead perfect that they did last night was was I think universally uh, acclaimed. Everything else, again, I don't want to rip it too much because again I know people like certain things on AEW far more than I do. You know, Chris Statlander and Britt Baker. You know, the match itself wasn't all that great and i talked about it a little bit on the show yesterday with statlander and even with Britt baker their experience level is to the point that unfortunately you know should they be primetime players on tv maybe in a, in a perfect world maybe not but that's you know obviously they're rolling with them and they're going to be future stars so you know i kind of give them a pass a little bit but when you see io shirai out there uh, tearing down the house with Santana and Garrett, you see the massive difference that they have uh, on the uh, on the experience level. But with that said, I thought Chris Statlander was, for the most part, a win last night up until the interactions that she had with with uh, Brandy Rhodes. So maybe somebody out there really loved that and, and gives it all the thumbs up in the world. But to me, the only really the only real winner on the show last night was was Chris Jericho and Jungle Boy to me. Whereas NXT was really again they tore it up pretty much the entire night. This person here says, my wife watched AEW because she loves Chris Jericho. She was furious that he was cutting a pre-match promo during the Insect commercial so she could see Jericho talking, but we don't know at all what he's saying. So this Insect thing, I mean, the gist of it is this. Apparently they think that the Insect deal in the corner is going to prevent you from switching to NXT. And I don't have a problem with an inset if the inset is showing you what's happening in a match or it's showing you ring entrances. But last night, we literally had interviews in that inset promo. And not only is that little inset thing really small, but you can't hear what anyone is saying. My mind was blown last night. This, to me, is a far bigger problem than even the Dark Order. Like, I could tell you, they've, they've obviously, AEW and, and NXT, I mean, they've all, they've all analyzed the numbers. And there are a lot of people that switch back and forth from AEW to NXT when there's a commercial break. Now, I understand thinking that that inset is going to keep people from switching channels, but how is an interview where you can't hear what the people are saying, how is that going to stop someone from switching the channel. It's not. I, 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 I have a few more things to say that we'll get into after the break, but I, I do find it funny. There are certain things about this that people that argue one thing argue a totally different thing in regards to this inset, and I'll explain what I mean by that after the break. But the inset, I think, is a huge problem for AEW, not so much that it exists, but the way that it is used. It... it very much reminds me of like raw when they go to commercial and like the heat happens during the break and i have no idea what's going on there's a lot of stuff i have no idea what's going on and worse i hear from the people who have fight that tell me how great the stuff is during the breaks but like i can't hear it so back in a moment to talk about this observer live
Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Mike has requested to say something about this inset first. Well, the only thing I want to say, because I know you're going to go off on it, is I am happy for our friends in the UK that are getting a chance to see all of this extra content. I am very happy for those people that are pay- paying money to fight TV to see a much larger AEW experience. I think that's fantastic. I'm glad that they offer it. They need to figure out a way to work it seamlessly into their national television broadcast that is sent to North America, specifically the United States. I know somebody's saying, well, are, are you being selfish? 
Uh, no, actually, I'm looking for a TV product that's cohesive and coherent. And when you have a bunch of stuff going on that doesn't get reviewed and that is taking place in dead silence in a small screen to much of your fan base that is giving you your advertising dollars, you need to figure out a way to streamline it and make it work for everybody or don't do it at all. For the segment here in North America, they can't see any of this stuff or really understand what's going on anyway. All right, listen to me. So first off, i got to get something off my chest that's just irritating. And that is that every time we discuss ratings and demos, I have to have all of these people that explain to me, wrongly I might add, that nobody watches television anymore. <laughs> these young kids, they stream, they, they watch these shows in their own way. Okay, fine. Then these same people tell me that it's my fault that I'm watching this show on an iPad and the inset screen is so small. Listen, I want to watch this show on my iPad, okay? That's my right. And let me tell you something. Yes, a lot of, trust me, a lot of people in every single demo are still watching on TV and they're watching TNT. But you know what? There are a lot of people who have cut the cord. It's not the majority. But people yell at me for watching on my iPad. Do you know how many people are probably watching this show through whatever streaming service, Sling TV, YouTube TV, whatever? They're watching it on their phones. Do you know how small that little window is on their phones? And of the two products... AEW is the one with the younger audience more likely to watch on their phones. So that's that's all one thing. That's just forget all about that, okay? So here's what really bothers me about this inset, all right? People who are invested in AEW and people who are invested in NXT, they're watching one show and they're DVRing the other. Because they're invested, okay? The people who are switching back and forth live are the people who aren't invested. Because they don't care enough to DVR one show and watch the other show. So what you're doing with this little inset here in the corner is you are catering to the people who aren't invested... And you are frustrating the people who are invested. I am invested in these shows. I like AEW. I like NXT. Therefore, I watch one, and then I watch the other on DVR. That's what I do, okay? So you are frustrating me as an invested viewer by doing stuff during the commercial that I can neither see nor hear. Now... I had somebody here go, well, you just get used to it and quit complaining about it? No, I'm not going to quit complaining about it. I will co I will stop complaining about it when one of two things happens. You either get rid of it, and so I don't know that I missed something, or when you come back from the commercial, you replay it, or at the very least, you tell me what happened. What in the world happened when Kenny Omega stormed backstage? I saw him storm backstage, and then... In that tiny little window, I saw the Lucha Brothers attack him. I have no idea. Like, what happened? What happened when the Lucha Brothers attacked Kenny Omega? Did he find Michael Nakazawa? I have absolutely no idea. What I do know is that Kenny Omega ran out at the end of the show. Well, what happened? Did he find and save Michael Nakazawa? Did Pac kill Michael Nakazawa? Is Michael Nakazawa missing? 
I have no earthly idea. What did Chris Jericho during, do during that segment? I have no earthly idea. I saw him running around like a crazy man. I saw him talking. But they come back from commercial, I have no idea what happened. So, again, if you want to do that inset, fine. Just tell me what happened. Otherwise, don't do it. That's it. <laughs> Maybe uh, Adam Page didn't run out at the end because he's now holding Pac hostage as Pac holds Michael Nakazawa hostage. Maybe that's what I don't know. I have no idea what happened. And listen, this ain't just AEW. I get frustrated oh, no. when I watch NXT and someone's running wild and we go to commercial break and we come back and they're selling. What happened? Yeah, I have no idea. And if I utilizing it right. If I don't know what happened, I don't care. Okay? If I don't know what happened, I don't care. And it ain't just me, it's all sorts of fans. So just help us out here. That's all I'm asking. I loved the Jungle Boy Chris Jericho segment. I liked a lot of the wrestling on the show. I you liked did? I did. I liked the let me get my results here. I yeah, liked I, go ahead. I liked the opener with the Lucha Brothers, Hangman, and Kenny Omega. Did I think it went too long? Yes. And you know how I know it went too long? Because at the beginning of the match, the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon is out there spending five minutes to take a glove off. Oh, God. But you know what? The place went crazy for him taking the glove off. But then 17 minutes into the match, they were doing near falls, and they weren't going that crazy. That tells me, that tells me your match went too long. It was the same thing with some other matches here on this show. When, when the crowd is going crazy at the beginning of the match and they're not going crazy at the end of the match, that is a sign that your match went too long. That's it. And there were a few of those on the show. Young Bucks SCU I thought was a very good match. I was baffled at the finish. I mean, maybe I missed something, but I'm watching him do near falls, and all of a sudden Kazarian just hits SCU later and gets the pin, just like that. Yeah. Now, to be fair, since Dave is very upset about the Young Bucks losing all the time, I mean, that is the storyline. And, you know, he may be right. They are probably losing way too much. But it is a storyline now that they're lying to the fans. They say they're the best in the world, but all they do is lose. That's a storyline. So I'll give it a little time to see where it goes. But quite frankly, they are probably losing too many matches. But, hey, they're telling some sort of story here. So I'll give it a little bit of time. We're only 11 weeks in. I would prefer if the Stars won more because, I mean, right now we've got creepers random faceless creepers are on the same level as the young bucks and kenny omega and cody and it's just weird it's totally weird but we'll see i do want to say this you know i will say this i mean we'll see what the ratings say okay there is a very very strong argument that your stars are losing too much okay but we also have a product that it's 11, it's 12 weeks old now. Like 12 weeks ago, there wasn't an AEW. And so there is an argument that because we're starting from absolute zero, that at the very beginning, you should be spending all your time trying to elevate some people. And then once you've got a bunch of people that are elevated to a degree, then you could start making stars out of them. I mean... If you would have kicked off 12 weeks ago and just like Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, I mean, they, they just won all their matches. I mean, then you've got a few stars, but nobody else is a star. So I we can't see what would have happened. I, I, I don't know what would have happened. But there is that argument that if you're starting from zero, 
then you've got to get over a bunch of guys before you can get rolling. But we'll never know because they did it the other way. Or they didn't do it the original way. I wonder what people actually uh, pay attention to first or what they watch first. If it's dependent on, if it's purely dependent on what side they've already taken and dug in their heels with, or if it really matters uh, what the opening match is or exactly how people are deciding what they decide to watch live first. I kind of alternate week to week, and it just depends on what the opening match is going to be. Like last week with. Leo Rush and Garza. I, I started with NXT this week. I actually started with AEW. I was kind of on the fence on what I wanted to go with. For some reason, I went with AEW. I don't know if that was the the right move or not. I think it probably was because I had some frustrations with it as it was. I can't imagine if I would have watched it after NXT, as good as NXT was, it probably would have been a little bit disappointed. But what did you start with, and do you have I'll a you. go-to? I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why. So on Tuesdays, Retro Raw Nitro, I always watch Nitro first. And on Wednesdays, AEW NXT, I always watch AEW first. And I thought about it, and I think the reason that I do that is because I have to watch two shows back-to-back. And even taking out commercials, it's three straight hours of professional wrestling. And I've got to try to pay attention to everything. You know, sometimes people get mad. Oh, I can't believe Brian misses. Dude, I got to take notes on everything. And sometimes you're typing and you miss something. The point of this is, when you have to watch wrestling for three straight hours, it's hard to concentrate as hard at the beginning as you concentrated at the end. And so, to me, with AEW and with Nitro, I never know what I'm going to get. <laughs> I never know what I'm going to get. True. And so I watched that one first because I probably have to pay a little more attention. With Raw, 19 years ago, and with NXT, I always know what I'm going to get. I've been watching it for 34 years or whatever. So, I mean, even though NXT is different from Raw, I mean, I know what I'm going to get with NXT every single time. And so if it does happen that I'm getting tired, I can't quite pay attention as well as I could earlier, it's much easier to watch the show where I know what I'm going to get than I watch a show like Nitro or AEW where it's like, there's an alien on the screen right now. What in the world's going on? That's why I do it. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. 
So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like who will be the first head coach to get fired or who will win the NBA MVP. Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Ah. Uh-oh. This is from somebody on our board. This is genius. Can someone explain to Brian he can buy a VPN, buy Fight TV AW+, and get no commercials and see the picture-in-picture segment? Dude. Shut up, dork person. If I have to buy a VP, if I have to get a VPN and buy Fight TV to enjoy AEW, we got a problem, buddy. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? I'm trying, I'm trying to make this easier for everybody. Of course, I know I could get a VPN and buy. That's not the point. What you think? I'm the only one that there's an interview happening during the inset and I can't hear what they're saying. No, it happens to everybody. I'm trying to point out there's a problem here. Obviously, I could get... That's going to solve this problem, dude. Come on. What am I dealing with here? John from Arkansas, I think, is drunk. He says, I start with NXT and AEW. What? <laughs> so one eyeball That's not screen, starting. Well, oh, there we go. He wrote it again. I start with NXT and then I go to AEW. He vows the Dark Order will sink AEW. Mark my words. He didn't like that last segment. A lot of people didn't. A lot of people yeah, didn't like the last didn't. segment. That's true. First says, I personally love AEW. Week in, week out. Fun matches, tons of personality. I don't feel like NXT is strong in those same ways. We well, should have watched it last night then. Last yeah, night was really. the greatest. It's the best NXT show in forever. I uh, I don't know how anybody... Well, I, I don't know. I mean, you could say it's a homogenized product or whatever, uh, or over-familiar, whatever you want to say. I don't think you can say that NXT is lacking in personalities. You know, it may be a very antiseptic way that they are delivered to you, but 
Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler and Candice LeRae and Io Shirai, and it's just just those four in the women's division, let alone in the men's division. I think, you know, it's different set of characters, but to say they don't have characters, I think that's that would be inaccurate. I think they have a lot of good acts down there. Again, how the the presentation is, I think, tints some of that, uh, but I think they actually. I can't complain too much about NXT when Raw and SmackDown exist. Versus, I think Dave needs some relaxing tea. The ending kind of made sense. They want to push the Dark Order as a big heel faction, so taking out an exhausted Bucks and SEU with the numbers gain led them to winning. Well, what about all the other baby faces that ran in that were not tired and got killed? Could have been done, but say the ending is some sort of tipping point to WCW 2000, come on. I don't know if you meant WCW 2000. And dude, I'm watching WCW 2000, and AW is not WCW 2000. Dude, listen to Vinny and I and Craig review last week's Nitro. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my God, it was the worst non-Russo show I've ever seen. Absolutely god awful. Not even in the universe of AW. But there were that. tipping points in in WCW when it was better. A lot of people forget about that. You know, they said Russo Ferrara, uh, when they got rid of them and they went to the committee that I guess had what it was Bill Bush, Kevin Sullivan, uh, Kevin Nash, it was a mess. I mean, it was an absolute mess. And there was no bringing anything back. <laughs> you know, they could have, it had to die to be rebuilt again. And it didn't necessarily have to die and be bought by WWE, but it had to be burned to the ground. And I know that's what Eric Bischoff's plan was, I guess, with the few cent thing with trying to re-image re uh, WCW, but there was no way to get a lot of that back. That genie was so far out of the bottle that nothing was going to bring it back. There was nothing. It's amazing, even in hindsight, going back to watch exactly how far off the rails that thing was. Tony in Omaha, I like the Dark Order angle. I liked it because they are clearly heels. They beat up the baby faces, all of their friends. I'm looking forward to seeing where it's going. This person says, I like the end of AEW. I don't know why 20 creepers wouldn't be able to beat up anyone. If it had been the other way around, people would be arguing that they were geeks. It's just not Well, the storyline is that they're geeks. That's, That's the storyline. Okay? Yeah, and they got an, an army of geeks, and now the, the geeks are taking over. I just don't. Yeah, I'll give it to them with their stick to itiveness. I mean, this has been an angle from Jump Street. This has been a group from the start that they have wanted to invest in and be serious about, and they. They took some hits early with it. They have not, I don't think, recovered from those hits. I think maybe they thought they have, and they can continue to soldier on with it. But I think they have misread the room. And I think even though they want to take care of these guys and they believe in them, I just don't think that the the tea leaves are in their favor. We'll have to see. I could be dead wrong about this. Maybe next week they get a massive reaction, and all of these people that seem to be popping up and saying how much they liked it, God bless them. I'm not making fun of you for it. I'm not saying that you're trolling or lying about it. I'm glad that you do like it. I just don't think there's a whole lot of you, and I think there's a lot of other people that just they just don't think the angle or anybody involved in it is ready for prime time and to see them stomp everybody out at the end as everybody's goodbye to 2019 since they have the tape show next week. I don't know. We'll see what happens. This person says, he sends me like 50 texts. This is the guy that tells me to just shut up and get used to it. What do you want them to do during the break? Turn out the lights like WWE? Would you prefer if it was all just commercials and you couldn't see a thing and they turned out the lights and killed the live crowd? Dude. Dummy. If you think for two seconds, here's what you do during the commercial break. The commercial breaks are three minutes. The one thing about AEW is all of their matches 
go a long time. You put a commercial break in the middle of a match. And if people want to watch the action in the corner of the screen, they can watch the action. They don't need to hear the announcers. Yes, WWE turns out the lights, and they put a bunch of stupid stuff on the Titantron. You know what AEW has? They have a show called AEW Dark with a lot of awesome stuff on it. If you wanted to, you could do a commercial break and air a segment from AEW Dark for the live crowd so the live crowd would have a better idea of what's going on in case they didn't watch AEW Dark. It's new stuff. It's new footage. There's all sorts of things that you can do for the live crowd during a commercial break. And this guy going, well, I could see, I could see everything. Dude, it's not about seeing everything. They're doing interviews during the inset. You can't hear them. So, yeah, that's a problem. It has been a problem. It's not like this is just this past week with this. It's been a headache on that show. And here's another genius idea. Have all that stuff for the live crowd. Have all of that stuff for international viewers. Have it all for your own social media and for Bleacher Report and whatever. Great. Just don't do it on the broadcast or have a bunch of stuff canned that you could do or whatever it is. There's other ways to do this. It's just that simple. It's not that difficult. Everybody wants to fight over it. Fine. Or if you're in the U.K. or you you get it and you like it, great. Nobody's trying to take that away from you. Trying to make it a more pleasurable and streamlined viewing experience and a coherent one for the person at home. It's not that difficult. A couple of news notes here unrelated to all of this. Explain this to me. After an hour of deliberation, a Florida jury found WWE wrestler Jimmy Uso not guilty of DUI Wednesday in an Escambia County courtroom. Jonathan Fatu arrested in late July for an unlawful blood alcohol level. The arresting officer observed Uso swerving left and right, smelled alcohol after he pulled him over. He never refused a field sobriety test, but did ask for his lawyer, later opting for a jury trial. A video showed Fatu swerving and speeding, hitting 86 miles per hour at 1.41 over the speed limit. The speeding ticket he received remains on his record. Meeks testified Wednesday and observed that Uso had a hard time opening up the door, getting out of the vehicle, and stumbled. He decided, Uso decided, Jimmy Fatu decided, Jonathan Fatu, I apologize, Jonathan Fatu decided that he was going to take this to trial. They went to trial with a jury. The jury heard all of this, and their verdict was that he was not guilty. Now, I wasn't there, not on the jury. I didn't hear any of this. I mean, I guess the only thing that I can figure is that because he actually did not take a field sobriety test, because there literally was no evidence of what his blood alcohol content was, that I guess they had to acquit him. That's the only thing that I can figure. So there you go. He's he's free. Although he did, uh, the speeding ticket remains on his record. There is that. Well, you get enough money, you get a good lawyer. If you got good status, you take it to a jury of your peers, and maybe the jury of his peers, maybe they're all a bunch of swerving drivers out there that have had issues with the, the those cops down there, and maybe they completely understand what's going on with with Mr. Uso, and they've decided to, to go ahead and rule him not guilty. Who knows? 
interesting decision to make instead of just paying the fine and going through the work he probably could have done to get out of it. Uh, but uh, he, he rolled the dice and won, I guess. I don't know if that's uh, necessarily something to celebrate. I don't think so, but I guess if you're him, it is. Killer Cross, officially a free agent after being at an impasse with Impact Wrestling. They announced he's no longer with the promotion. Statement on their website reads, Impact Wrestling come to terms on the release of Killer Cross. Actually, they wrote his real name, Kevin Kasar. Cross has not been seen on Impact since July. It was reported back in May he had requested his release. Impact did not grant it. His contract was set to expire this month, but Impact had the option of rolling the contract over for another year. Instead, he has been released. Four more wrestlers signed multi-year extensions with WWE. Big E, Xavier, and the Street Profits have signed new multi-year deals. WWE noted all three members of the New Day, quote, solidified a pact of identical length and compensation on their contracts to maintain equal status among the team. So there you go. Everyone has re-signed. All right, back to these text messages here. For your information, this person says, AW is off next week, and TNT will run their annual A Christmas Story Marathon all day. There you go. Instead of Chris Jericho beating people up, you can watch A Christmas Story. This person says, did you guys get the cards Sammy Guevara was holding up before the Jericho match so people watching the inset knew what was going on since they complained about it? No, I, I didn't get that. No, I did not get that. Let's see here. I've been a huge supporter, this person says, of AEW since the beginning. So badly wanted them to be different than WWE. Each week a piece of my hope dies. And although I will continue to give my full support, they are starting to lose me. Dark Order, Brandy, Top Stars jobbing weekly, it's ruining it for me. And he also adds, not guilty on DUI happens more than you think. There are a lot of reasons one can be found not guilty. It's not a slam dunk case. Uso was smart for going to trial. And more people should do it. More people should do it. Less people should drive drunk. How about that? This person here it says, Ticket sales very slow for NXT Portland. Building is set up for about 5000 Well, we're a long way off. I mean, it's February. We'll worry about that more as we get closer. This person here says, I see what AEW is trying to do. Because it would have been a real question if the Elite didn't come out and help the Bucks in vain. It just fell short because the Creepers are reformed geeks. I was totally thinking that was a segment for Hangman to be revealed in the Dark Order. Well, we don't have to go too fast. I do fully expect that one of these days the Creepers are going to be beating somebody up and one Creeper unmasks and it's Adam Page. I do expect that to happen. Or anybody. Creeper. It could be Omega. It's going to be somebody. Oh, God. One of those I, uh, Creepers will I, unmask. I hope not. I <laughs> Because you'll note, by the way, you'll note that when they did that segment, it was all of the masked creepers out there. They all had their masks on, with the exception, because it was the initiation. Alex Reynolds and John Silver didn't have masks on. So nobody has ever just taken off the mask to reveal themselves to be a star. So that's going to happen at some point. May not be Hangman. Hey, it may the person that turns on, who, who knows? There could be a lot of different ways you could go ahead and pull something like that off. But I think they are maybe pulling the trigger a little too quick on, on Page and Omega, but we'll see what happens. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. 800-430-9571. That's 800-430-9571. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, very quickly here, because we don't have a lot of time. Happy holidays to you both. Ten years ago, the decade was ending with the news of Bret Hart returning to WWE TV on the first Raw of 2010. That drew 5.6 million viewers. End of the decade, Raw at its lowest, barely hitting 2 million. Dude, Raw at its highest, it's barely hitting 2 million. We'd love to hear you and Mike's thoughts on what happened that drove people away from Raw. All right, very quickly, very quickly. Some of it is just television has changed. That is that is part of this, okay? But the main reason we are where we are is because Rob moved to three hours. When Rob moved to three hours, I told everybody this was going to happen. Everybody knew this was going to happen that followed WCW. 
If you guys recall, when Raw first went to three hours, the third hour was always the highest rated hour of the show. But eventually, that switched, okay? Now, part of that... I mean, part of that is booking. The booking's awful. The booking is booking is a large part of why we're where we are now. But the decline of the audience, when you have a show that's three hours long every Monday, it's exciting at first, just like when AW Dark and NWA Power started. I was very excited to watch them every week. After a while, it just became too much. It was the same thing with Raw. Everybody was into it at the beginning. It eventually became too much. Your, your hardcore fans... It was too much to devote three hours every week. And more importantly, you're not going to make one new fan when out of the blue, from scratch, they're being required to watch three hours of wrestling every week to keep up. And by the way, when there wasn't a brand split, they'd watch five hours. It's too much. And so what happened was you eroded your current audience because it was too long, and you prevented new people from becoming fans. That double whammy has led to us doing the lowest raw ratings of all time this past week. That and the god-awful booking in the last year and a half. We're out of time, everybody. Got more coming up tonight. I'll tell you why the Finn Balor finish with Adam Cole was perfect. And it was perfect. That's tonight on the Brian and Vinny Show. Lots of stuff. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.